0: But we've titled today, Moving Up Sunday. For those of you who didn't sort of catch the memo or anything, for us, uh, January in Zimbabwe, obviously start of school year, start of new seasons, and there's something significant about that. And we want to make that into a, a special moment for us each year. And so what I want to do is I want to pray for three groups here today. We're going to get you up with your parents, if there's any of you. I think there will be some in each category. Um, I'll get some of the core team up. And then we just want to pray for you in that, and then I'm going to share something that applies to each of us in that. And so the first group that I would love us to pray for is if any of you are going into grade one. So, uh, I don't mind if you need a brother and sister to come up with you for courage, and moms and dads, I want to get you to come up as well, because you're part of this process. But anyone going into grade one, I would love you to uh, come up, and we'll give you a round of applause, because it's a big moment. It is a big moment. Anybody coming up, going into grade one, don't be shy. Come up, come up. And if you're at the back, you have time. We're going to celebrate afterwards as well. Brilliant. Brilliant yeah oh, you must it's okay if you're shy that's no problem and if you're here and visiting for the first time you are allowed to do this too this is open to anyone um, in fact even if you uh, yeah, are not exactly sure what's going to happen and go down just come up anyway guys you can come central you don't have to be scared are you standing in the gap On, bar. On bar. <laughs> well done <laughs> well done guys this is brilliant Amazing. Well done. There we go. Cheapers. that's some serious muscles there, Liz. Don't mess around. Carrying both. I like it. <laughs> Great. Anyone else? Have we missed anyone? Perfect. I love it. I won't do a big question about where um, everybody is going, but uh, thank you guys for coming up and being so brave. This is amazing for coming all the way up. Well done, dads and moms for being brave as well. Some of you, I think, are a little bit more scared than others um, to do this. So this is really significant, moving into a a new school, moving out of preschool into a standard school as well, and we just want to pray that God does something really special that gives moms and dads courage as well as they sort of do goodbyes and uh, those sorts of things, Um, but also just for um, these um, different little ones who are taking a big step as well. So we're really excited for that. I wonder if some of the core guys can come up, maybe Killian um, and any others, and you can come and um, uh, put your hands on these guys to come for a little bit of courage. So any of the core team guys who are excited and up for it, please do that. I won't necessarily get you to say anything, but I'd love you guys to come and do that. That would be amazing. Um, And uh, I am going to get, maybe what I'll do is I will get Killian. I'd love you to pray for these moms and dads, and then uh, maybe as well I'll get somebody else and we'll do that. And then the core guys, you can stay up as well because I've got a few other groups. Um, So for parents or kids or however you feel led, take it away. Hey, Nath, good to have you there. Made it. I love it.
1: Great. Go for it, Kelly. Okay. You guys can
0: agree as well in the whole process
1: Okay, before I get started, I want to read a verse from Psalm 127. And it says, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with him. Yeah, and I just want to remind everyone children are one of the greatest blessings we can have. You know, we live in a world that tries to, it's after our children. So here at Hope Church, we take the discipling of children seriously. They are the future. They are our generation. So I just really want to encourage all the parents to really be involved in the raising up of your children. They are your children. We can't do it. We can do as much as we can, but really, at the end of the day, it's down to you. As parents, to be very intentional about reading the word, reading the Bible with them, and really raising them up in the ways of the Lord. Okay, so let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you so much. That, Thank you so much for our children, Lord. Thank you so much for the blessing of children, Lord Jesus. I really pray that, Lord, that you would just really move us to a place where we would be intentional about raising our children lord jesus i pray that lord jesus will raise them up in your ways i pray that they would come to know you to love you to honor your name lord jesus i pray for every single one of these children that are standing before us and those that are seated those that are going into their first grade lord i really pray a blessing upon them I pray that you just be with them throughout the year, Lord Jesus. And Father God, I also want to lift up the parents, the mothers and fathers, Lord Jesus. I really pray, Lord Jesus, that you just fill the mothers and the fathers with your word. Give them the wisdom to raise these children in your ways, Lord Jesus. Give them the boldness and the courage to make a stand for your word, Lord Jesus. Lord, it is up to you. And, and, Lord, we just want to, yeah, we place our faith in you, we trust in you, we love you, we want to honor you, just in the way that we raise our children. In your name I pray. Amen.
0: Amen. amen. Give these guys a round of applause. Awesome. Thank you so much. Sure. Thanks, Killian. Um, you guys can stay up some of the chords you're praying. Well done, Scotto, for standing in the distance. Well done. Um, and uh, next up. Well done. Next up, anybody going into Form 1? And parents as well, come up. Anyone going into Form 1? We would love you, parents and the mighty. What did we get told? You're now moving from uh, being a big fish in a small pond to being a small fish in a big pond. That's what we were told. Great. Give them a clap as they come up as well. This is awesome. Thank you so much. And uh, again, fill up the front. Front rows. Front rows. Fill it up. Sheesh, Chadwick's finally have the last one. (laughs) Brilliant. Anyone else? Anyone else? Come, 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 come. Come down, come down. This is amazing. Come join us. Brilliant. So uh, this is going into uh, Form 1, which is uh, huge as well. And uh, we are so excited and expectant for Uh, the schools that are going to be transformed as a result of some of the prayers that we pray here today. Um, I have no doubt that uh, the teenage years are immensely significant, um, and we want to see these teens or teens-to-be charting the course for God and living for what matters most uh, in this this time and in this season. And so, Dave, are you happy to pray for the teens? Great. And for their parents as well, of course.
2: Take it away. Great. That'll be all right. Heavenly Father, we just lift up, um, Lord, these, these young men who are stepping into this next stage of their life, and ladies, sorry. Um, <laughs> Lord, I just pray that you'd have your hand of protection over them as they go into um, the stage of being a teenager and all the pressures and trials that they may face in this next season. Lord, I pray that you protect them Lord, I pray that they would anchor to their faith. I pray that they would anchor to the things that they've grown up learning, that they would anchor to you, Father. Lord, I pray that you would go before them. Lord, I pray that you would guide their hand. Lord, I ask that you would give them favor with their teachers, with their peers, and that it would just be such a blessed time for them. Father, I know that this can be a trialing time for parents, not personally. But, Lord, I just pray that you would be with the parents Lord, I pray that you give them wisdom in, in handling these next few years with their kids, Father, as they grow and mature. And I just pray that you have your hand of blessing upon them as well during this season. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Um, thank you so much, guys. And as you heard as well, I think this just for the teenagers, the passage that I have for the teens. Luke 2, verse 52, it's talking about Jesus. But it says, um, and Jesus grew um, in... Um, Luke two verse fifty four in wisdom and stature in favour with God and man and that's my prayer for the teens is that that would be true of you as you head now into form one and beyond that people would look on your life and say there's a wisdom and there's a stature and that most definitely comes from something other than yourself and people want to know the difference Um, we're actually really excited I I think Hope Youth um, we've we've got moving up into form one I think we've got about we've got over ten. I think, Form 1s, or going into Form 1, which is so exciting, and I think that we're going to see God do something astounding in that. The last group that we would love to pray for, so I think this is the Chadwick's will be coming up again, Um, and I know this is earlier than some people are going to university already, so some might not be here, but in case some are leaving earlier who I know they are, I would love uh, to pray for those who are heading to university. So uh, if that is you, um, I would love you to come up as well. Yes, Ash, I like it. And I think I'll get Nick to pray for this group as well as they head to university. Anyone else? There we go. I know it's a little bit early. Yes, Amy, up you come. Anyone else? Hey, a projector man. I like it, Ted. Good job. Anyone else? So that I don't miss. So we've got a few others. And we'll do some prayer for others who aren't here as well in this, in this mix as well. You guys, didn't? I don't think you clapped, eh? I know the reason is is because you're just sad that they're leaving. That's why. Hey, the others are still with us. But no, we want to send them out to fulfill the Great Commission. And one of the greatest blessings, people see it as a negative to Zimbabwe, which is that of, I think, the, say, 100 people who head to a university, I think they say 5% return on average. But actually, if we see that from a faith standpoint, that we actually have the opportunity as Zimbabwe to send out people in their prime at 18, 19 to fulfill the Great Commission across the globe and to establish themselves. If we see it from a kingdom perspective, it's astounding the opportunity that we have. And so we want to pray for, um, again, um, these teenagers. They are, but getting almost out of that. And as well for parents, which is the saying goodbye but not forever. They're still close by. Um, So we want to pray for them. I'll hand over to Nick. That's okay to pray for them and their parents. That would be awesome. Thank you.
3: Great, so I'm supposed to pray, but first, one little piece of advice. As soon as you hit university, you must find a church. Yeah, so good. Okay, I can't tell you that, that if there's one thing, you have got to find a good, vibrant church, get plugged in. That's going to be your safety, your slot when your folks aren't around. Father, we want to thank you. Oh, man, for all these amazing people. Oh, sorry, okay. Thank you, Father, for, uh, that you are sending them out. Um, that's really, that's, that's what's begun for them. It's part of you getting really involved. I thank you, Lord. I absolutely know they're going to see amazing stuff happen. Uh, if they have seen it or haven't seen it yet, now is the time. I want to show you when you will see for yourself the good things of God. He's faithful. He's just. He's powerful. So, Father, thank you for your anointing upon each one of them, even if they don't feel Uh, particularly strong in any circumstance. You're with them. The the almighty God of the universe lives within them. So we thank you for them, Lord. We ask you for their protection. We ask you for wisdom to just pour into them. And, Father, may they find the groove that you have for them, the way of life that they will love and be able to serve you. So we commend them to you, Lord, and the parents. Give them strength and wisdom and money (laughs) and... uh, yeah, we bless uh, each one now uh, in this amazing phase in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
0: Very good. And uh, the ones who missed or whatever else, the, the particularly the ones heading to university, don't worry. We'll pray for you as well. But I wanted to give an opportunity for some who are heading earlier as well. So should you give them a final clap. All those different ones who came up, and parents, and those sorts of things. Well done. Very good. So with all the kids in the mix, I wanted to share for about five to ten minutes, uh, which will apply to each of us uh, wherever we are in this uh, phase of life, Um, because I believe there is such a significance to uh, this time and this season for all of us. And so we've obviously done some praying, but I wanted to share briefly from a small little prayer that... Paul, who wrote much of the New Testament, the Apostle Paul, uh, a small prayer that he does in Ephesians, which I would love all of us to take on and to apply to our lives. And you can apply this if you're a grade one and you're listening here today. You can apply this if you're a form one. You can apply this if you don't have children. You can apply this if you just moved into retirement. Has anybody moved into retirement this year? That's also a new season. Anyone? Hey, somebody did. There we go. Well done, guys. Moving into retirement. We'll pray for you guys at the end as well. Awesome, guys. Good to see you. So Paul shares this, and uh, we're going to be looking at three different um, words that we'll easily remember, or three short uh, little nuggets, which will be to look up, to look in, and to look out. And all of us can remember that no matter what age we are today. And so Paul does this prayer. It's a prayer for each of us, and it comes after Paul has, pray, um, has shared about the good news of Jesus Christ. Ephesians, if we look at it just before, he's talked about the mystery of the gospel. He's talked about the fact that Jesus came, he died, he rose again, so that each of us can have a relationship with him. He said that this is now open to everyone. It's not just the Jewish people, but all of us, whatever color of skin, whatever age, whatever our past, each of us can have a relationship with Christ through what he did for us on the cross. And so he's shared about this, and he says, as a result of this, I now pray for you. I pray for you as the church, and I want us to pray this for each other as well. And so the first little bit, look up. First one, look up. And this is what he says. If you have your Bibles, you can turn to uh, Ephesians 3. If not, it is going to be on the screen. But I'll read from this. Ephesians 3, verse 14. And I would love you to make a note of this, print it out, uh, put it in your bathroom or wherever. But I'd love this to be one of our key prayers together as a church at the start. And uh, this is what he says. He says, for this reason. He's talking about what's the reason, the fact that Jesus came, Jesus died, Jesus rose again for each of us. He says, for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. Now, before I get that, I've got a quick question for some kids about what they love most about their dad. Just quickly. Any, you guys, what do you love most about your dad? Are you happy to say anything? Not really. Do you want to keep thinking? Okay, anyone, a hand, what they love most about their dad. Just very quickly, is this going to be a legitimate one? Quickly, what do you love most about, oh no, this is for children, sorry, Luke, just now.
2: He's very funny.
0: Yes, Mika, I would agree. Anyone else, what you love most about your dad? Anyone, grade ones, grade twos, anyone outside? What you love most about your dad? Anyone, anyone? Over here, let me just quickly come out here. This is brilliant. What do you love most about your dad? Are you still thinking? Anyone else here? Over here, I've got a hand. What do you love most about your dad?
2: He can do gymnastics with me.
0: Yo, that is an impressive dad right there. Over here, what do you love most about your dad? Lockie, let's hear this.
2: He likes snakes.
0: He likes snakes. I don't know if that's a good thing, Byron. No, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Anyone else that I missed? What do you love most about your dad? Over, one over here. Let's hear. What do you love most about your dad?
2: He's not afraid to do anything.
0: That is amazing. Not afraid to do anything. Did you guys change your mind? Do you want to say anything? Okay. Any, any others here? Anyone that I missed who's now brave enough? Anyone? Davy? Not anyone else? What do you love most about your dad? Anyone else? Well, we did hear some good ones. Anyone? What do you, you love most about your dad? Do you want to say anything? Do you want to say anything? Are you sure? Remember what I told you guys earlier about what you're supposed to say. <laughs> okay, brilliant. So uh, we got some brilliant ones. Snakes, not afraid of anything, funny. Um, I'm sure there's some other ones that would be said as well, but I put you on the spot. Did you guys change your minds? Do you want to say anything? Okay, still thinking. But don't worry, I think you're a good dad, Keith. Okay, don't worry. Okay. So why do I ask that? Well, no matter how good earthly fathers are or how bad earthly fathers have been. There is one who sets the example of the ultimate father, and that's the heavenly father, which is who Paul is talking about here. And so for the reason of what Jesus did on the cross, I bow my knees before the father. Paul says, because of all that God has done, he bows his knees before the heavenly father. And he's not just any father, he's the ultimate father who leads the greatest family on earth, the family of God. And not just that, look at this phrase, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named which means that he knows every single earthly family he knows what you're going through he knows your experience of a father you could be here at 40 50 60 and have had a terrible experience of a father and that's not God's heart for you and he is the great example of a father a father who will not let us down a father who we can trust and rely on, a father we can follow, a father we can listen to, a father we can place our lives in his strong hands. It's why Jesus, the, the son, it's why he told us when he said, how should you pray? He said, should you pray our father who's in heaven, hallowed be your name. Why? Because he wants us to know God as father. And so that's the first step. When we talk about looking up, that's the first step for each of us. If you wanna have a great 2024 regardless of circumstances, is to look up to the Father. Make the Father the priority of your lives, the priority of your parents here who we were talking about and you were up here with your kids. Make following God the priority of your life. If you're nervous or worried about school, maybe there's some uh, going into grade one and they're going to boarding school or, or you're still afraid of that. You guys can turn to the heavenly Father now. Maybe some of you are going to university and you're a little bit scared and anxious and and going, what's it going to be like? There's a heavenly Father who's watching out for you. You can place your trust in Him. So look up and don't forget it. Second one, look in. Look what it says here. So he says, um, he's just spoken about the Father. He says that according to the riches of His glory, He may grant you to be strengthened with power through His Spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. That you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints, that's us, what's the breadth and length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Once you and I are walking in humility before the Father, Paul prays that we would be strengthened with the power of God, that he would daily transform your life and mine, our hearts, our spiritual natures, that we would be changed and that he would change us at a young age. One of the most exciting things as a parent, and one of our greatest priorities, should be to show the way of faith, to introduce our our children to Jesus at a young age. It's the special thing for us to do. And so what's the main thing that Paul prays? That you and I would understand God's love. To truly get it. Not the knowledge of God's love, but to get his love. To know that he loves us, in spite of our circumstances, that he cares. The the love of God can't be something that we study at school. We can't pass a test and go, great, I know God's love now. I understand it. We have to ask God to show it to us and to fill us with that love. And if you can truly get this, it will change everything in your life in 2024. If you truly deep down know that God loves you, in spite of your circumstance, in spite of what you're going through, it will change the way that you live. That's what it means to look inwardly. It's not based on circumstance. It's heart and spirit love. And this is why in Romans, Paul, the Apostle Paul, look at what he says about love. You see, we often think that because God's loving, it means everything goes well for us in life. But actually, that's not, he doesn't actually draw that link at all. Look in Romans. In Romans, Paul says here in Romans 8, he says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword? Who who shall separate us from the love of God? And he said, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. He says, for I'm convinced that neither death nor life, angels nor demons, present or the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God. So no matter what you're going through right now, no matter what you're gonna go through in 2024, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. And if you get that deep down, it will change everything in 2024 for you. Last little bit, we want to look out. We want to look out and then we'll pray on the back of this and then we'll celebrate together. Look at this last little bit when we look out. Now to him who's able to do more abundantly than all we could ask or think according to the power at work within us. To him be the glory in the church. Us at hope in the global church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, and then Paul goes on and he says, "I therefore, prisoner of the Lord, he's writing this in jail, I urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you've been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the Spirit." So once we've looked up to 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 the Father. Once we've looked in to let him change us and show us his love by his power, we look out to how can we serve others in 2024. Not selfish, um, inward-looking lives, not my four walls and no more, but God, who is there in 2024 for me to serve? You see, we recognize God wants to do more in and through us than we can ask. And God specializes in the impossible. If you're sitting in, you're going, there's a huge issue that I'm facing. God does a more than we can ask or imagine. He works in ways we can't expect. He loves lives of radical faith, whatever our age. I really believe after we pray today that there's gonna be form ones and there's gonna be grade ones whose lives will never be the same as a result of this, but neither will their schools. I want us to pray impossible prayers. I want us to pray that we would see God bring revival change in our schools as a result of kids who decide to live sold out for the king. God can do that. And Paul challenges us this writing from prison. And so I'll close off with reading from the message, the same thing, and then we'll pray. This is what it says in the message. In light of all this, here's what I want you to do. While I'm locked up here, a prisoner for the master, I want you to get out there and walk. Better yet, to run. On the road God called you to travel. I don't want any of you sitting around on your hands. We often say bench warmers at church. We don't want to be bench warmers. I don't want anyone strolling off down some path that goes nowhere. That's living for ourselves instead of for Christ. And mark that you do this with humility and discipline, not in fits and starts, but steadily pouring ourselves out for each other in acts of love, alert at noticing differences and quick at mending fences. That's the challenge for us in 2024. So for the kids here today, live for Jesus while you're young. Don't waste the moment. Don't wait until you're old. Live for Christ when you're in grade one, when you're in grade seven, when you're in form one. Make him the priority of your life. For teenagers here today, those going into form one and beyond, live sold out for Christ in your high school years. Don't waste them. Don't follow the crowd. Swim against it. Be prepared to be different for the sake of Christ. Uni students, I said this earlier, but God is sending you out to fulfill the great commission in nations that we aren't at And he's sending you out today to a place desperately needing an encounter of the living God. So run the race of faith. And for parents here, came up in the prayers, but if you're parents of of children here today, God's challenging you to set the example of what it means for Jesus to be priority. And we show our children that by what we spend our money on, by what we spend our time on, by what we make as a priority. And so parents, you don't have to say it. Your kids will see it from how you live. And so it's easy for us to say that Jesus is a priority, but we will show it through our priorities, through our time, and through what we do with our resources. And for all of us, may 2024 be a year that we look up to the Father, that we look into the radical life change of the heart, and that we look out to serve friends and family and a city in desperate need for the hope of Christ. Shall we stand and pray? Lord Jesus, as we've been here together as family, young and old, new to faith, and mature in the faith, exploring faith and making decisions to follow you as we prayed for uh, kids taking different um, landmark moments, Father, I pray that we would be a people who look up to you, the Heavenly Father, the one true picture of what it means to be a father. That we would be a people who walk humbly before you, we listen for your voice, We don't just hear, but we act on what we hear. Pray that we would be a people who make you our priority, that we look up. I pray that we would be a people who look in to the life change that only you bring. Father, thank you for the cross of Christ. Thank you that you came. Thank you that you died. Thank you that you rose again so that each of us could be saved from our sin. We could have new life. Why did you do it? You love us. Maybe some of you today just need to know that Jesus loves you. And maybe for the first time you need to know, not just intellectually, yes, I've sung this all the time. Jesus loves me, this I know. I've read it in scripture. No, today, for you to know in your heart, by the power of God, that he loves you. No matter your circumstance, no matter your past, that he loves you that he accepts you, that he has good things for you, that he cares deeply for you, that he paid a great price for you on the cross, that he forgives you of your mess and he has new life ahead. Thank you that we can look in. And finally, Jesus, would we be a people who look out? At Hope Church, would we be a people who bring the hope of Christ into our businesses, onto the sports field, into our schools, into our families, into our relationships, that our city and our neighborhoods would never be the same in 2024 as we look out, as we sacrificially give of our time and our resources to see people come to faith and be made disciples in this church and other churches and beyond. We pray this in your powerful name. Amen.